Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, it is time for Raising Wildlings. And uh, do we have a cracker topic for you today? Now, we've all seen those memes. And I remember one that I came across when my daughters were of dating age, about 16. And it was uh, a whole list of – it was things – things that you need to know to date my daughter. And while it was funny, uh, today we're going to be diving into uh, parenting our girls and what we might need to be mindful of. Mel Burgess, welcome to The Juice. We've got so much to unpack. Juicy one, Louise. Absolutely. (laughs) We love juicy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a phenomenon, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the messaging that... Um, our kids get from really young. Mm, yeah, about what it is to be um, a girl and what it is to be a boy, yes. and and what that then feeds up into, yeah, um, women and men. So yeah. there's um, we we no doubt we'll be able to relate this later in the show to the the owning of you know women's bodies, given yes. the you know the abortion. Um, um, outcomes in the state, but yeah. if we start with those memes, um, they they can be really funny, can't they? And it's not that if we find them funny initially, we're a bad person for finding them funny, but if we dig a bit deeper and have a think about it, we, we would usually um, reassess um, how funny we find them. Well, exactly. And, uh, you know, and we all do laugh at them at a surface level, but they mm. do carry a bit of a deeper meaning. And I guess that's about agency mm. and, yeah, and about body how, autonomy. Yeah. 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 So let's, let's dive into these memes. So I guess the, the, the saying that is, you know, bandied around is boys will be boys, but mm. um, girls, you know, need need the dad with the shotgun on the porch. Yeah. Mm. And I, like I was talking to a dad here who came in for a parenting reset last week and he was saying um, his first experience of going as a teen to his first um, visit of a girlfriend that he had yes. was the dad making sure that he was in the – in the shed as he came up the driveway with the garage door open, sharpening his his um chainsaw. Like yeah. just and mm. and wow, like hats off to firstly to, to frame it, the dads that are doing what they um that they feel, you know, um that safety is important to them. Yes. And that they want they want safety for their daughters. And then questioning um how we go about that um comes from thinking yeah, like what does the message that um, a daughter is to be protected by her dad, not just her dad, like there's brother stuff too. So, Definitely. you know, yeah. that's my sister. I, you know, and, and by insinuating that you know what people or what boys are thinking and what they're up to, it's sort of um, giving ownership to that that's just how it will be and that, that um, boys will behave badly. Yes. In relationship, and that they're um, not to be trusted. So we're not just giving the messages to the girls through that. We're giving the message to the boys that yeah, like it's your job to um, go after what you want, and it's the girls' um, yeah job to and and it's the other 
people in the girls' life to patrol that. So the agency yes. for the girls is, is or, or young woman is, you know, hanging out to dry. 100% it is. 100% yeah. it is. And, you know, look, I – I sort of can get that. I mean, you know, my my dad didn't do anything that drastic, uh, but he, you know, he certainly um, kept a close eye on me and, and you know, he was from a, a generation where, um, you know, mum stayed home and, and dad went out to work and, and his thing was always that he wanted me, and I put this in air quotes, looked after. And, mm. you know, and now he's come to – come to the realisation that I'm quite capable of looking after myself. Thanks very much, Dad. Um, But, you know, there was always that message that the person that I spent my life with needed to, in air quotes, look after me. Powerful message of the way, isn't Mm, it? It is. Because it – because, yeah, like that's a well – that's well intended, um, but it also insinuates that um, there's a weakness – you know, on your part to, yes. or, or on women's part to not be able to cater to that ourselves. And then, and then we've got the shitty circumstance that when things happen, um, it's, you know, often on the girl for, or the woman for, for, you know, what she was wearing, what, yes. like if it's, if it's along those lines. And so where's the onus? Like you get all the, you yes. know, what is it? No decision making and all the responsibility. So it's just um, really unfairly and unevenly stacked. The next thing we have institutions full of um, primarily pale style males who um, yeah, pale style make decisions. Males, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> who, yeah, make decisions about women's bodies because they've been conditioned their whole lifetime to believe that they own them. That there's overprotection fosters ownership like it's when we start thinking that there's an ownership of girls and women then yeah we we keep going like society keeps going with that and they you know they protect through laws and um well not protect but um Yeah. yeah they they legislate um women's bodies which to them makes sense because women have always been theirs oh what powerful stuff, Mel. I think when we come back from the break, we'll talk about uh, this this recent legislation and the outcry that it's caused across the world and how we can uh, educate our daughters to stand in their own power. Um, mm. What a powerful discussion we're having today. This is Mel from Love Parenting and you're listening to Raising Wildlings on The Juice. We're back on Raising Wildlings with the lovely Mel Burgess and today we are delving into a subject that is a hot topic and that is girls and agency over their own bodies and how we can sometimes as parents be a little bit overprotective and perhaps send the wrong message. Now, of course, the overarching thing on all of this is the Roe versus Wade decision being overturned in the States, which has caused an outcry all over the world. But it's, and we think to ourselves, what can we do? And there's not much that we can do with legislation that's happening half a world away. But what we can do is look at what we can do at a cellular level in terms of our language and how we frame it for our daughters. Mel, welcome back. Oh, Louise. It's it's so important, isn't it? Yes. Just just 
pivotal. And we went a minute ago to the dad, um, you know, who's we're sharpening the, the chainsaw in mm. the driveway. And it doesn't need to be that we're doing big things like that, that we're giving the kids the messages. It's it's really, you know, able to be changed by us by changing what we say at the school gate. Yes. When, you know, we comment on, like people are forever commenting on, one being um, really pretty, like you better look out. The, you yes. know, the guys will be coming after that. Yeah, you'll have and to lock, you lock up your her up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and to, about sexualizing five-year-olds. Like, yep. seriously, <laughs> we can do better. We can do and, better. Do better, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And we can also speak up when, you know, and not aggressively, but we can let people know that we feel, um, yeah, like we've, we feel curious about that. And, yeah, isn't that funny that we've, we've come to say that about kids and the, yeah, what are the repercussions? And... You know, you'll always get, oh, it's just a joke. But um, the more that we say how we're feeling, if we do yeah. feel strongly about um, changing this, um, is really important because otherwise it just becomes social norm to keep saying really unuseful stuff mm. to the people who we, we want more for than that. Like we all want, like no one, yeah, no one's wanting um, adverse things to come out of that. But the unknowing comments are really unuseful. And You're right. body autonomy is mm. um, curable to kids in so many ways. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, you know, the more that I'm sort of thinking about this, and this is this is why I love having you on because you, you do get everybody thinking. It's so thought-provoking, the stuff that you bring to the table. And it, it would seem that the conversation a lot is around what women receive. So if women mm. receive an unwanted pregnancy or receive an unwanted advance or, you know, it seems to be that we're teaching about how to cope with the stuff that is put onto us rather than standing in our own power. For example, mm. I know that uh, growing up, never ask a boy out, love. You've got to wait for them to ask you. Wow, well, yes. Yes, you're oh. you're for con- you're up for consumption. Like yeah. so, there's so much consuming of women, isn't there? The yeah, you know, the porn industry, the mm. um, yeah, just the ads and the the way that yeah, we're here for the benefit of um, males quite often. Like yeah, is the societal expectation. So when we when we um go up against that, people get uncomfortable, and it's. It's our job to keep everyone in their mini unco- discomfort. Lots of lots yeah. of mini discomfort daily um, works towards a, a bigger change. Yeah, it does. And I guess you know, I mean, I I am privileged to have friends uh, that are male, and I guess they have daughters, and I guess that their expect like their expectation of themselves is that they must protect their daughters, they, hmm. you know, and that they're not a good dad if they're not doing that. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that, and yeah, just having a, having a dig around in that, like what are, what, what um, is the most useful way of protecting her? And it's quite, yeah, clearly moving away from that overt um, power over control kind of um, protect and into, yeah, like what, what do I want her to believe about herself? I want, I want her to believe that her, um, her visceral responses that she has get heard. So when she has a feeling, um, have her grow up with not feeling like she has to push those feelings down every few minutes that, yes. um, you know, we've spoken about in here and that 
um, she does get some say, uh, or, or all kids get some say in their day and um, aren't being grown up in a um, environment of compliance and more so a cooperation um, if people wanted to go back and listen to that one. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and then it's all that intrinsic stuff. Like it doesn't come from what we tell them. It it comes from what they feel yes. growing up, that they are important and that they matter and that they're an equal and important cog in the family and that their their needs are important and won't be able to be met, you know, every, you know, waking moment mm. by the people around them, but that they've got the belief of their key caregivers that, they have, um, yeah, like a chance to try, you know, try things, have stuff-ups, um, come back to them as a safe place and go back out. Yes, 110%. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. My, look, my mind's blown and I'm sitting here, you know, really challenging a lot of the societal norms and I guess, you know, there is a lot of anger over that Roe versus Wade overturning and there mm. is a lot of outrage and it's being felt, it's rippled all over the world. And here in Newcastle last week, what were you wearing? Oh. I had a massive rally and, you know, there was the, so much The number support. of young people yeah. there, like talk about young women being ready for some more body autonomy. Yes. Like there was, it was, when we walked from the brewery up to Nobby's, mm. the, the thick pack was nearly the whole way. Yes. Like it was, I can't estimate, thousands of people. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. And yeah. just just really the signs were brilliant. I probably can't yeah. say some of them on here. Yeah. We're not overreacting was one with overreacting. Yes, Love that one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there was some there was some more on-edge ones, which just, yeah, go – Go get it, this next generation. Far yeah. out. Like, it's we're in for good things. That gave me so much, so much hope that night. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, but it's what this conversation is about today is how we can impact that change and, you yeah. know, and that at a micro level. That, at a micro level, at, you know, and it's such an important conversation, Mel. And I really thank you for bringing this to the table today. My pleasure, Louise. Always great to come and connect with you. 100% it is. That is Mel Burgess from Love Parenting and you've been listening to Raising Wildlings. <laughs>